Midlife is a time in our life when we are faced with so many transitions. Some good, some not so much, some are welcomed, and others that fall in the category of, seriously? Second Breaks is a show where we explore how we can thrive through, from, and yes, despite our midlife transitions. I'm Lou Blazer, your host, and the publisher of Midlife Cues. Midlife Cues is a weekly newsletter, a sort of weekly meditation, if you must, on intentional living and personal growth in midlife. Check it out and subscribe at midlifecues.com. That's midlife, C-U-E-S, one word, dot com. A lot of people are calling for the death of retirement, or rather the death of the word retirement. I'm not one of those people. I'm not saying retirement is dead, because it isn't. What is dead is traditional retirement. But retirement still exists. There is still such a thing. And in fact, there are places where retirement is still mandatory. So it is still alive. It just looks and feels different. Also, what we want and what we expect out of it is different too. What we need is a new vocabulary, a new way of referring to it so that we can reframe our experience of it. I have been referring to this as modern retirement or retirement in the 21st century. And today I wanted to explore with you some of the characteristics of modern retirement with the help of some friends. I've been having conversations about retirement for the last few months and certain themes are coming out clearly from these conversations. I wanted to share on this podcast some of the patterns that I am seeing and so I have asked some friends of the pod as well as some of the readers of Midlife Cues to record their thoughts. So you're going to be hearing their voices in what follows as I talk about these five themes. So the first theme is also one thing that I want to say is almost universal. I can't actually remember anyone saying anything different. And that is, in retirement, no one wants to stop working completely. Everyone wants to continue working in some form or other. When I think about retirement uh, for myself, I always considered it to be a time in my life that would be a reward for all of the hard work that I put in through my multi-decade career in corporate. And I never envisioned that it would be a time that I wouldn't work, but rather be a time where I could afford to do the type of work that I really enjoy without focusing on the money-making aspect of it. That was my friend Mary Beth Simone. Uh, she's been on the show a couple of times before to share her experiences after she retired from her long corporate career. Her point of view on this is not unique. In fact, it was the one thing that I heard over and over from my conversations and uh, reader emails. One Midlife Cues reader wrote, quote, 
Personally, I don't ever see myself retiring per se, just evolving my areas of focus and energy over the years in alignment with my changing interests and physical capabilities, end quote. No one is buying anymore the old dream of retirement being a life of only rest and relaxation. Perhaps because we have heard enough stories that those who did do that realized fairly quickly it didn't live up to its promise, as Paul Long found out. As I approached retirement age, I was certainly wondering, now what and what's next? From a career standpoint, I started looking into, well, what's everybody else doing? And I found two amazing things. One was that a lot of people that were retiring were having a year or two of bliss and followed by, well, depression and a lot of negative impacts such as loss of identity, loss of relevance and fulfillments, boredom. Paul Long is a storyteller, a former journalist, and the creator of New Way Forward. You're going to hear more of his thoughts later on. And by the way, uh, if you want to follow any of my friends from this episode, I'll have the relevant links in the show notes as well. Show notes, of course, are at secondbreaks.com. Anyway, the thing is that Paul said about people feeling depressed after full-on retirement is sadly a common enough story. Personally, I have a friend whose husband is experiencing precisely this after uh, retiring from his high-powered career a couple of years ago. So practically no one plans a full-on stoppage of work after they retire from their corporate career. They may rest for a few months, but they plan to get back to work, quote-unquote, in some form or other. One may say that this is perhaps the defining characteristic of modern retirement. When I think about retirement, there's a few things that I think about. Number one, I think about longevity. Both my parents lived into their 90s and I'm relatively healthy. And so just from a genetic standpoint, pretty good chance that I might live to that same age range. I'm in my mid-60s now. And who knows, with um, the state of healthcare technology, I might even live to be 100. I think about longevity when it comes to retirement. That unmistakable voice is my friend Bernie Borges, the host of the Midlife Fulfilled podcast. So first and foremost, I love to work. I truly, truly love to work. So I'm really not thinking about traditional retirement as much as I'm thinking about going through different phases over the coming decades. Again, I'm, I'm in my mid-60s. So over the next, say, 30 years, give or take, depending on when I actually pass away. Uh, but over the next 30 years, I just want to go through different chapters where I'm fulfilled doing something. You know that I'm all about fulfillment. So I'm always going to stay busy. I'm always going to look for ways to make money. I'm not a billionaire by any stretch. So I'm always going to look for ways to just have a little income coming in, continue to build my my assets, my estates. What he pointed out touches on the second theme of modern retirement. More and more people in our generation are just beginning to realize the reality of longevity, that we are most likely going to live longer lives. I know it's it's kind of funny to to say that you know we're now just beginning to realize this because you know I think it's something that most people 
wished for, right? To live a long, healthy life. After all, no one wants to die young. But the reality is financing that long and healthy life is perhaps something that we didn't actively think about when we were in our 30s. No matter how diligent we may have been contributing to our pensions and 401ks, etc. Unless you happen to be independently wealthy with some source of steady passive income, it is likely that you're going to want to supplement your savings and retirement funds with additional earned income. As one of my Midlife Cues reader wrote, quote, with increased costs for healthcare, even prudent savers can find themselves needing to work into their later years to make ends meet, end quote. There's also this alarming news that millions and millions of Gen Xers who now range in age from 43 to 58, reportedly have no retirement savings for various reasons, which I won't go into in this episode. But the bottom line is our savings or 401ks may not be enough to finance a long post-career life and will likely require most of us to continue to work in some form into our later years. Okay, so, so far the major themes of modern retirement that we're hearing about has to do with the work and the desire to continue to work. One interesting pattern that I noted was about the quality of the work that we want to engage with in our post-corporate career. What motivates us and what our intentions are about. Yes, there's the financial aspects of it, as we've discussed in the previous theme, but there's also something else that I hear often as an underlying sentiment. Here's Paul Long again. I saw this as an opportunity for me, as I've seen with others, to make this phase of life, I call it olderhood for lack of anything better, as being my turn. That after all the years of learning what I did, almost looking at my adulthood as an apprenticeship in life, that I was ready to go pro. And that I was able to take what I knew about myself and about the world and about life, my skills, my talents, my experience, and turn them into something that, yes, will earn me an income and will afford me a lifestyle, including how much I work, because I'm one of those guys that was working seven days a week for decades, but also to be relevant, to have an impact and make a difference. To have an impact, to make a difference. These are some of the phrases that I heard over and over in my conversations. Here's Bernie Borges. I'm always going to look for ways to be creative, do something productive, contribute to the world, leave a legacy, be useful to my family, be useful to my community. I don't know that I'll ever reach a point where I just want to hang out. Not to say that I'm not going to want to travel and do fun things and enjoy more free time. Yes, of course. But I don't see myself just, quote unquote, going fishing or going to just play golf and just really just relaxing and having fun f full time. I see myself as just always being, quote unquote, productive. If that sounds boring, I don't apologize for that. I like being productive. I always want to feel like I'm making a contribution. And as, and as I said, I want to feel like I'm also building and leaving a legacy for my family and hopefully for a small corner of the world. 
As we reach this phase in our lives and after spending many, many years building our careers and making a name for ourselves in our respective fields, our motivations, our ambitions have likely changed. We want to continue to apply ourselves and our skills, but the underlying driver feels different now. You hear it in the words, don't you? Here's my friend Kathy Burke about staying creative and paying it forward. I think I'm the type of person that's not ever going to want to fully retire, or if I do, I think I will want to be very creative. I've always been a creative person and keep myself busy that way. I took up crochet over the winter and or volunteer a lot. But I can also see myself continuing to contribute to leadership development because it's always been a passion of mine in some capacity, whether that's part-time, virtual, Uh, very abbreviated schedule, something of that nature, but it just keeps my mind sharp and it really allows me to pay it forward, which is what I'm looking forward to the most in retirement besides the flexibility. Yes, we want to continue to work. Yes, we want to continue to earn some money. But work in modern retirement is also about choosing the kind of work that fulfills us. Our ambitions have changed. More than likely, we're not going after the corner office or the promotion or the fancy title anymore. Been there, done that, as they say. This time, we're going after impact, making a difference, and leaving a legacy. The previous theme of working to make a difference leads perfectly to the fourth theme of modern retirement that work was and continues to be a source of life's purpose for many of us. I retired for the first time at 31 and found within about 6 to 12 months I was pretty miserable. Um, I think the main thing about retirement is we've all got to need a purpose, we've all got to need somewhere where, where we belong, and we've all got to feel like we're doing something that contributes to the world. It's a nice idea, but I really love work because it gives my life purpose. And my work is about helping women to become shamelessly powerful in the work world, among other things that I do as an executive and leadership coach. I build really personal relationships with the people I'm working with, and they're deep and meaningful. And I have no vision of giving that up. Those were Luke Mathers and Susan Bernstein. Luke is the author of three books, including Resets and Curious Habits. And he's actually going to be on a, an upcoming episode of this podcast, so you're going to hear more of his retirement journey then. Susan Bernstein used to work in corporate America and is now an executive and leadership coach. Both Luke and Susan spoke about finding meaning and purpose through the work that they do. And this is such a crucial thing that I think many in corporate America may be underestimating. For many of us, our job is a source of purpose in our lives. And as we retire, we're going to want to plan for how we're going to fill that void. This is not something that a healthy retirement savings account can fill. Applying ourselves in a worthwhile work activity, whether paid or in a volunteer capacity, is a way to find purpose after leaving our corporate careers. So far, we've talked about the presence of continued work in modern retirement, which is perhaps the key difference between traditional and modern retirement. The fifth 
theme that I heard from my conversations is about, to use a common phrase, work-life integration. I don't know, perhaps it's all of those years that we spent attempting to balance work and life and failing at it, that we finally learned the lessons and are looking to heed them. Although there is much talk about continued work, I also hear about lifestyle, about how people want to live in their retirement. I hear about being part of communities. I hear about children and grandchildren. I hear about hobbies and interests, old and newly discovered. A friend of mine is learning to play the piano for the first time. Another is going to baking classes. Both are continuing to work on their businesses, which have nothing to do with piano or baking. In modern retirement, we find space for different parts of ourselves, and we figure out ways to craft a lifestyle that allows for self-expression while we continue to earn, remain active, and relevant. Our experience of modern retirement is something our generation will have to define and map out. Previous retirement maps aren't as helpful anymore as we experience retirement in a different era with new requirements and opportunities. And the themes that we talked about today certainly inform our new map. As I've often said, we are the voice of a generation and we have an opportunity here to influence the narrative about what it takes to retire in the 21st century. If you'd like to find out more about the voices that you heard in today's episode, please check out the show notes at secondbreaks.com. I hope you found this episode insightful and useful. And if these recent episodes on modern retirement have sparked your interests and a sense of urgency, I am also available for a private consultation. Please check out loublazer.com forward slash consult for details. I've listed the areas that I can advise on and details of how we can work together on that page. Again, it's lublazer.com forward slash consult. I'll be back in a couple of weeks with a new episode that will continue our conversation on this important topic. I hope to chat with you in two weeks. Until then, keep on making your dent, my friend. Cool beans. <laughs>